everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this season of Countdown to Infinity and Avengers podcast. We are definitely going to be out with new episodes um, next week and also an episode for Spider-Man Far From Home. But before that, we wanted to share with you another podcast that we do. The first one we've done together with John and even Andrew. It's called Revenge of the Sequel. It's a podcast just about sequels. So this is an episode of that, our summer preview of Revenge of the Sequel. Subscribe to it if you like it. Their story didn't end there. How could there have been only one? And he's back in business. Is the worst idea in the history of bad ideas. Part two is the final chapter in the violent history of... This time, it's uh, personal. Yeah. yeah, this is Revenge of the Sequel, the podcast just about sequels. And this is a very special episode. Not only are we recording in the daytime. Yeah, there's like sunlight out here and there's no booze around, yeah. which is kind of weird. Yeah. We're like vampires. We we yeah. don't know what the sunlight's like, but it's it's like a little bit afternoon. And we normally record late at night, sometimes into the next day, and most of the times into the next day. Um, but we're not talking about a specific movie this episode. It's the beginning of June. So we're going to go down the list of the sequels coming out, what we're excited for, what we'll watch. Now, this doesn't mean we're going to do an episode about every single one of these sequels. But uh, if you are planning your summer around these big, gigantic movies, well, we'll have a little bit of uh, fun talking about them. And who knows? We'll probably do a couple of these. For oh, the, yeah, definitely. For I think we've done pod. some... Well, We've already we? done quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so like Avengers, Endgame, and... Um, Godzilla. Godzilla, That's yeah. new. Uh, my, name, my name's Emmanuel. Hey, I'm John. Uh, and yeah, so we're really excited. Uh, I will say that when we started this podcast, we figured there would always be sequels coming out, and I feel like the amount has really grown. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think we, we started it with the intention of almost do, just doing like, you know, almost like cult classic sequels or something, you know, because I think we're, one of our first recordings was like um jaws 2 and then something. we did a uh, uh romero yeah yeah zombie day, movie. day of the dead and stuff like that and then it, it went off from there i think the yeah so like we we i think we were always planning on doing like um sequels and stuff i think that year that we started we um one of the biggest ones we did was like a fast and furious movie and um avengers um yeah. age of ultron I think. and i feel like uh the maybe even just two decades ago sequels weren't that made that often we still had a lot of original movies but if it was something that broke the stratosphere in terms of box office or reception then they would and then also there was a ton of genre movies that were getting sequels including like horror like slasher movies would always get sequels all of the saw stuff and you know all of the halloween and scream like those were the things where they were thought well we've got a cool formula people like to get scared we can keep redoing this right yeah but now it is just almost everything it, it we've seen even drama sequels yeah, and it's the, things like that the age of the it's the age of the franchise basically it's pretty it's pretty cool it's an era of a franchise yeah um yeah you're right because we did do um shit like i think last year two years ago maybe i don't know when it was now um could have been two years ago um yeah. we did uh train spotting too which mm-hmm. is like you, you i was just talking about that at work the other day is um because someone ended up watching it and he was saying that like you know the first one kind of stands alone it's a very like you you, you wouldn't have thought that that's going to be a franchise or something or like you know it was yeah. franchised and and then a sequel comes out and it's um it's pretty much its own thing um, really good, really good, really awesome for what it is. He did say it was unnecessary, and I, I kind of agree with that. Like it is a unnecessary movie, but it, uh, all, you know, the fact that we got it and it was actually it didn't suck, and it was actually really, really good. Is, is um, it's it's refreshing, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of weird because we know most movies once it ends, those characters still live on in that world, right? Yeah, but whether it's necessary to show it. Uh, is an interesting idea uh-huh. especially for dramas because you're like well we get big action set pieces and we now see sequels that their whole point is just to get bigger and grander and, and right, more yeah. expensive but in dramas it's kind of weird like you know are you going to raise the stakes in the next one or are you just going to try to explore new things with the same characters exactly and then it, it, it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting look at it because like are you that like were you that attached to the stories of the original yeah. characters to come back for this like you know it's weird so, yeah it's a weird it's thing kind of insane. but anyways it's the basis for this whole podcast so uh not too weird we really like it yeah exactly keep keep them coming guys yeah. don't stop um so here we're gonna go we're gonna start in june because you're you're listening to this june 10th and the the weird thing about talking about summer blockbusters is it really started in march like it started they start sooner and sooner these big gigantic blockbuster movies 
it used to start after Memorial Day. Right, yeah. But now they... Sometimes they're as far back as like oh, March yeah. or February. Like and they Black still Panther count it. Black Panther was February like last uh-huh. year. It's Huge. Kind of insane, yeah. Uh, yeah, you used to just have dramas and kind of indie- independent movies. And maybe some horror movies play out kind of around October, but now it's almost year round. Mm-hmm. But the summer is still reserved for the biggest because kids are not in school, because people could go to the movies at different times because they, I don't know, they're on vacation. Um, summer is still reserved for the bigger, grander, huge, big budget blockbuster movies. Um, and I think Jaws was actually one of the first movies that did that i think that's where the term blockbuster came out of i think yeah Jaws, the right? first jaws movie yeah definitely um so let's get started so it's june um june 7th so I, just the weekend that you're listening to this podcast uh dark phoenix and the secret life of pet have come out dark phoenix secret phoenix life of pet pets. Like <laughs> singular secret life of one pets pets part two starring harrison ford comes out uh i love secret life of pets but i know we really want to talk did about you, dark phoenix did you really like the secret life of pets it was funny i mean it's it's I've never seen it. That's why. Like, I know, I know my nieces and nephews um, love that movie. Yeah. I'm just wondering if it's an actual... Because I don't know what it is about the Illumination movies. I don't think I've ever seen... Despicable Me? Oh, you never I, saw? I've never seen Despicable Me. Wow. I'm just thinking about it. But like, you, ha- how did you escape Despicable Me? <laughs> that is That has been... I think Despicable Me was... Everywhere. Out, well, because, like, I think um, when that first one came out, or and the second one, I guess, um, I was in college. So, like, I wasn't around... <laughs> I wasn't around, like, uh, kids at the yeah. time, I guess. So like it wasn't like it had no I had no interest in yeah. going to watch it not because it didn't look bad because every trailer looked really funny it just it it's just something that didn't strike me as something that I would go watch yeah it's Steve Carell as uh and they even made a, a the Minions movie which was just a standalone yeah like a little spinoff and about that here, here's the thing about Illumination the Minions are the biggest thing to ever happen to them because you see that shit everywhere and now adults are are you know making. I don't know, like adult version of Minion yeah, merchandise. It's so it's, weird. Yeah, Minions are um, they're I don't know what it is. Yeah, they're, they're inescapable. They're um, that's what I'm saying. Like I can't believe you escaped. I I didn't watch any of these in the theaters. I don't think, but I did end up seeing them like as they were on cable. Right. And I was like, I'll just watch it. And I feel like I've seen all of them. To be honest with you, it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But Secret Life of Pets <laughs> has their and their here's Illumination sequel, yeah. is kind of a more. Uh, they're, I mean, their their movies still have like sometimes really deep stories, and like uh, some of them deal with death, which is crazy. Like the first Secret Life of Pets is there's a death in it, uh, not a spoiler. But uh, there's there is a little bit more of playfulness in their movies, and right. they're just like uh-huh. cartoons. And I think this movie is going to be the same part two. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're making. Uh, I think the Minions have made more money than Godzilla at this point. They're really yeah, popular. Definitely, yeah. um, but Dark Phoenix, let's talk about Dark Phoenix. Dark they Phoenix. had to reshoot the ending. It's kind of this crazy thing where it's the last of the Fox X-Men. Fox basically. X-Men. The Fox-Men, if you but will. But Disney's releasing this. Like it, They have the purview. They could not release it if they Right, yeah. I mean, they, they, I guess if they didn't want to, they could have not. But yeah, I think they're, they're, the marketing has changed, I guess. Um, this went from like just being another installment of the X-Men franchise to this is the end of the X-Men franchise, mm-hmm. uh, or at least the X-Men franchise as you know it yeah. like, cinematically, like, you know, no more Fastbender, no more McAvoy, um, stuff like that. Um, it's, it's been a hell of a run. I mean, yeah. this, um, it's weird. I feel like this should be a bigger deal than it is. Yes, definitely. And I think everyone does. I yeah. think like a uh, cast crew, even, um, you know, fans in- included, I think people are just very sour on this X-Men in general, because one, I mean, now that you have an Avengers, um, you know, world where everyone kind of pops in and out, um, you know, that it's kind of like, it's, it's rendered. And also like the, the team up movies that Marvel, like the Marvel studios has, um, kind of trump the, the, the X-Men movies, X-Men movies at, uh, at a point where all that you got, you know, as superhero wise. So, yeah. like, you know, it's, it, there was no other alternative. I feel like when it came to movies like that, um, now, you know, you're in the age, you're in a post end game now world. And, um, and then of course Disney did, um, you know, um, buy Fox and all its, um, you know, creative assets. So now people are just kind of waiting for this to end so yeah. they can get to the next version of the official X-Men, I guess. The new X-Men. Their, yeah. And they're in their eyes um do you think that is, she ends up destroying the world or something i think they end up killing her i think it's going to be a okay. very safe like ending i feel like we've i mean we totally have seen this movie i mean um what's yeah. his name the guy <laughs> gray has been around like yeah that's x3 i think right x3 um has the dark phoenix has a very botched dark dark phoenix storyline she becomes um, a bird and this one it's the same thing i the only reason i 
I think it's very much the same is because like they're not doing anything differently other than the cast. It feels like when you watch the movie, it feels very familiar. Yeah. And um, interesting that it's not called. It has all the X Men in it, but it's not called X Men something. Phoenix, yeah. Like X Men isn't really Dark Phoenix. And then in some territories, they are calling it. I think X Men Dark Phoenix because they're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, no one know? would know it's an X Men movie without. Yeah. Um, it's 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 I don't know it's it, it's insane because again like um the X Men franchise at one point I guess we're, it was uh that along with Blade Blade a little bit like you know I think we've said this before too um Blade was a little bit lesser known at the time but X Men basically kicked off the giant comic book boom like at, in the two thousands like you know the original X Men yeah um and then yeah and then the movies started getting bigger and grander and then they got a little crappier then they got better again when you know other directors signed on like Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, um, it, I got to say, probably peak X-Men, because Days of Future Past was really pretty good. Probably peak X-Men. And then, I think yeah. Logan, um, Logan the, the, another peak. Probably. It's weird That's because it. like, there aren't that many standalone X-Men movies. They, they were always ensemble right, pieces. Because yeah, yeah. Wolverine was really the biggest one to kind of hold its own at the box office. Own, yeah, and Logan was really, really good. And I don't know why they didn't... They I, There were always talks about like a Storm spinoff or a lot of... You know, more focused, smaller movies, and I don't know. Like I, I don't know if those would have worked. Yeah, they, they never. Yeah, it never happened. But it's kind of crazy to think well, that that that's something that might have been okay because it is the reverse MCU. The MCU standalone, standalone, standalone. They're all together, and uh, in X Men, it was all they're always together. And then when they tried standalones, it was really just Wolverine. I feel like right, yeah. And then sometimes it didn't work. The his. Uh, the second, the first one, the, the first, yeah, Origins, yeah. Origins yeah. Wolverine didn't work out. Maybe that's why they stopped doing, right, stopped focusing on him. It's on crazy, other stuff. Yeah. It's crazy that Logan got made actually, but yeah, it's insane because I think that the return on all those movies, maybe not so much Logan, because Logan I think is in a different category because it's rated R, so yeah. the returns are probably more than they thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, and they knew it was going to be a low, and I'm sure they it didn't cost as much, right? As yeah, but like you know, ones. the one before that, the Wolverine, I guess, the one that where he's in Japan, you know, I think did less than the last movie did, wow. obviously. Um, it yeah, the X Men's um they have a lot of hit and miss. It's it's a hit and miss yeah. franchise. I think more misses than hits. If you kind of think about yeah. it, I the mean, longer X- they kept going. Yeah, X Men one and two. It's because like they're they're repetitive. Like the storyline almost always turns into a Professor X versus Magneto thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess that would have been cool if you had just ended that in the first three movies. Hell, even the first four. Like I think like even um the first class is probably like you know the best um. One of the best ones made there. I think I, I still have a, a soft spot for Days of Future Past because yeah. of the because of the it was, how complex it was that like story a, is. a soft reboot kind yeah, of yeah. right and, and yeah and the Matthew Vaughn thought he was going to be handed the keys to this because he eventually did speak right now, I think recently like about a week ago saying that he had ideas for a younger Wolverine which is you know he had Tom Hardy in mind that's crazy to even think about recasting Wolverine which is something that M's the uh, Marvel Studios has to do now but it's because I mean he's so iconic as. Um, that's funny for his name. Yo, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Sorry, yeah, I was gonna say, how iconic is this guy? I can't remember. But yeah, it's 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 Hugh Jackman. That's the role he's played now for almost two decades. So it's yeah, he's kind of like crazy. I, I compared him as like the Christopher Reeve of like you know, he's he's his he's his franchise is Christopher Reeve because mm. Superman. Um, Christopher Reeve played Superman for like a for like about a decade forever, or so, forever. Yeah, for like a long time. He played him in the original franchise and all the way across. And same thing goes for like. Um, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, like he kind of just became that character. It was very hard to separate um, that image yeah. or the the character from the actor. And I feel like it's still going to be kind of jarring whenever oh, yeah. you see the next one. Like, yeah, I mean, it's the it's kind of like the thing with Johnny Depp and uh, Captain, Jack, Captain Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. It's like yeah. who they are, and it's kind of going to be tough to to recast someone in that role. But it's also partially they went with Hugh Jackman because he was going to be a central figure in that world. Right. So if uh-huh. the MCU, they don't plan on making, well, like if he's just going to be another superhero, not the central character, then they may find it easier to replace him because it's, he's not necessarily going to be, you know, the focus of this new thing, but he was the focus so from the first X-Men. He was the focus. You were seeing, yeah. mm-hmm. you were learning about the X-Men through his eyes, through his yeah, character's he was eyes. The, yeah. He was the audience standing. So it's kind of crazy. But yeah. So excited. So excited. We may talk about Dark Phoenix because it is, I don't know it is the big, end of a big, big long era. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like we have to pay our respects for it. I think people are soured. Um, I think everyone, maybe some people on this podcast are soured by X-Men Apocalypse. So mm. they kind of don't, um, you know, yeah, it was kind of starting to fizzle at that point. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, it's also directed by Simon Kinberg, who directed reshoots on cool. Fantastic Four. 
Ah, uh, so you? I don't, I don't know. It's his first movie. Yeah, it's his first ever movie. It's going to be interesting to see because it's a long movie, but to see everything that happens in it because it's really, really long. Right. Um, and so yeah, it'll be crazy to to watch the whole movie and kind of glean what we can of of what what it is like if it's a finale or not right yeah i feel like we're going to talk about it i don't know if it's going to be immediate but it's we're definitely going to have an episode yeah. on it i can totally see that happening um june 14th uh the week after that middle of june uh uh men in black international comes out oh yeah i'm actually excited for that actually that might be some some priority that i want you know i might make that a priority in other words um, it's that good team up that worked in thor ragnarok uh between tessa thompson and uh chris hemsworth and now it's just in a different world that is a little bit more uh, I don't know, real? Like, I, Man in Black was always good. I mean, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones together, that's a good combination for comedy. It's as, like 90s high concept. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this is going to be, and I feel like this is produced, the whole Men in Black thing is, Spielberg is one of the people behind Men yeah, in Black. There's an Amblin, um, Amblin a joint. <laughs> yeah, a joint production between Amblin and, I don't know what the fuck, uh, Columbia. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it, I think it's going to be really, I, I feel like it could be the surprise hit movie of the summer like there's always movies that come out and where they are thinking like oh it's gonna be here but i think it's gonna be uh pretty good and popular for hopefully i mean I'm, I'm, everybody hopes so i didn't like men in black 3 but apparently everyone loves that movie so like you know um, i liked it i know uh, whatever it was um, a little bit of like a love letter to men in black in general because of how yeah. long it took to make it i guess so yeah but it also like, um, yeah it felt like it was yeah it was self-wankery so whatever but yeah. um but I'm, I'm excited i actually just forgot about it until you listed it right now mm. so i'm excited for men in black international i thought it looked cool it's, yeah. i think i had spoken to some people where they were like um they didn't like the fact that it was being rebooted um that being said it doesn't it looks like a spin-off more so than it is like a reboot yeah because it's just it's set in a different like country i, would, I wouldn't be surprised if will smith or tom Lee jones have a makes, cameo makes or sort of cameo possibly. yeah because this is and it's a fun world and i think people forget that about men in black because sometimes they're really dark and they end up being superhero movies because sort of there's yeah. like a giant cgi thing at the end there's, or like something like that they're pretty self-aware too it doesn't take himself that doesn't take itself seriously oh, yeah. at all like it's so. super silly but i'm glad that uh they usually this movie... have like comedians playing aliens and stuff oh, like that. yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty funny yeah so i think it's going to be really fun um june 21st the week after there are two sequels coming out that are well a sequel and i don't know we'll talk about the second one the first oh. one we're going to talk about is toy story 4 it's oh, going nice. to be big i hear it's super emotional are we gonna are we gonna have an episode on toy story 4 you know we normally we don't do animated stuff so yeah It'll be cool. I, I don't know why we don't. It's just, I don't think it's just, we've never just, yeah, yeah. It, it, we don't have anything against animation. Oh, no. but like Pixar it, has been the best storytellers, period, for the last decade. Just yeah. like in terms of story and writing. Right. So I don't know why we don't. I think y'all did a um, Incredibles 2 Patreon Oh, that's podcast. true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's but yeah, Toy Story 4, it, kind of surprised. Were you surprised that they were even making another yes, Toy Story? definitely. I actually, I think I, I, uh, I rolled so hard. It was like, you know, I, I probably needed to recover for yeah. like an hour. You were like, is this a, just a money grab thing? It's, or It's only because I, I felt the third one really ended up oh. perfectly. Like it was such a perfect ending. It, it is so good. It's, um, it's an emotional one. It's, it's, it's like, you know, it's a hats off. Like I, I didn't, I didn't get why they were making a new one. Even then, even after watching these trailers, I don't, I still don't. Yeah. But I'm, I'm hoping the movie's good. There's something enticing about this existential thing that they're addressing, which is what is a toy with that spoon character? Oh, yeah. It's and got I'm some, like, like, some yeah. dark themes, actually. And I'm scared. Because yeah. I'm like, uh, what if kids are like, well, are we gods or something? Cause yeah, because <laughs> then it goes into that, which is like, again, that's that's an interesting yeah. like new direction Cause you're going some, in. Watching these Toy Story movies is something I turn off is the rules of the world. I'm like, oh, they're just toys. But I don't really think too deeply into what constitutes what makes a, toy. a toy yeah, yeah exactly so it is it is kind of um yeah it's interesting i mean it might be darker than any other toy story movie i think it it might be apparently people are saying like the ending is so emotional like like infinity war emotional and so it's just like what the hell like people oh are just God. gonna get snapped like it's i know so crazy buzz lightyear's gonna die like someone's gonna someone's gonna die or oof. someone's gonna leave or something I, me and andrew were kind of thinking that like maybe bo peep is the antagonist in this movie that's true, because they reintroduce her. Um, and what if she tries to, like, you know, I don't know, what if she's the antagonist? And yeah. it just has, like, you know, see, well, even just saying that, you're like, what? <sighs> like, why? Like, goddamn. Like, why would the writers write themselves, like, a story <laughs> It's like kind of weird, and I know it's kind of cynical to think about, but we know that Toy Story 4 not only is going to make money at the box office, 
but the toys that are going to be out now and the you know the tv show spinoffs that they like always probably, do yeah like at, around like halloween the, like or the christmas something. Year. Yeah, yeah and then of course toy story land like it's this is such a big boon this is the reason why disney bought pixar is for stuff like this to keep on going and going and and the only thing i say i will say this about pixar is they do make some of the best sequels and they normally don't they do normally sequels. don't. Yeah, exactly. I um, mean, they were only forced to do Toy Story 2 because they thought that they couldn't uh, be profitable without that. Yeah, right. So, I think it was originally the idea was to do a direct-to-video sequel. Yeah, it wasn't like, going to be a huge was, thing, but I don't know. And then know. they just like made it, yeah. And it's, it's going to be big because uh, I'm, obviously we don't want to go too far into this, but John Lasseter is gone from Pixar. From, right. Uh, yeah. He was yeah accused of sexual harassment, which is... but. This is one of the last, like, after these movies, he's not going to be his a part of it. And he's a, yeah. the president of Pixar is also leaving. So this is like a new generation of, of Pixar. Yeah. So we'll Pixar see. Pixar peeps. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that well, is kind of a discussion, because I don't think it's really a, a sequel, but that same night, the counter programming for the child movie of Toy Story 4, the family friendly ch- movie, is Child's Play is coming out oh, yeah. that same day. It's not a sequel. I guess it's a, yeah, it's I guess a remake. It's like a remake. A remake. I guess this is like not reboot. I guess reboot and remake kind of feel the same thing. Yeah. Um, Are you interested in it at all? Because it is a like a high tech kind of child's play. And I, I don't know if it's a comment on how we use the cloud now or something, but... I am not interested in the concept at all. I do want to see... I mean, I love uh, Aubrey Plaza. So, like, I kind of want to see what... She oh, brings, she's fun. Yeah, she's in the. I wonder why she's in the movie. She's the mom, I think. Yeah, yeah, she's in the mom. Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah. But like, I just want to see what she brings to that movie, and I think it might be enjoyable because of her. Um, I've never been a fan of the child's play concept. Um, I've seen like you know, um, I don't think I've ever actually like fully seen, or maybe if I did, it was like a, I was a kid because I remember images from the original mm-hmm. one, and I remember um, sequences. But um, and I do like it. I, I always thought it was like kind of like a like a one note thing though. Like even the fact that they made two other official sequels before endless ones, like endless directed DVD ones yeah. that are still going on to this day. Um, was kind of weird to me. Like it was, it was kind of like, it played itself out. I feel like with the, the original concept and well, then Ch- that's it. Chucky has such a big fan base, which is yeah, insane. Yeah. Like people love, and I think they do kind of project or they kind of, uh, like endear the original child's play. So they'll keep watching like the bride of Chucky and, and how crazy it is. Yeah, and then there's like a Chucky series coming out. Oh, like, TV it's a, show, right? Yeah, it's a TV Which show. It's different. It's really funny. Cause this is the first time. I don't know if it's the first time this probably happens all the time. I think DC does this a lot, which is like, you know, there's a previous franchise happening and then they just rebooted, yeah. like they rebooted the same thing. So it's like two series going at the same time. Well, this movie is a redesigned Chucky. He looks totally different. I feel like he's not a, a doll, really. He's more of this, uh, I think he's just connected. He's like a virus that got into a computer type situation. Um, but yeah, the first Child's Play, if you watch it, you kind of have to be in the mindset that this is an 80s movie because it is set in the same world as every 80s movie which is like it's a crime ridden city because it corresponded with the crime wave that was happening in the 80s like yeah. it has show, hobos they show, a, yeah they show alleyways full of oh, newspapers and shit newspapers like yeah. uh there's a hope there are hobos that are trying to rape people like it's crazy like it's a it's set in that world and it's fun because that's the world that Chucky was born from. And so it's fun when these movies continue and obviously the world has changed, but Chucky is still still the same thing in that like grimy criminal world. Um, But yeah, I mean, uh, this movie looks like it's going to be revolve around these sequences with technology. Like I get that from the, I've only seen the trailer, but it seems like, Hey, uh, you know, Alexa, turn on the it blender like or you, something like that. It seems like you only get that from the trailer, which is really yeah. funny because they're not showing a whole lot of Chucky around. Oh, like, no. Like, is he doing it or is it just, you know... The is he com- just going to yeah. stand there and like, and then like stand there and then like the computer is just going to come to life and hit you or something? Like, what's going it's on? the computer. Yeah. It is this weird final uh, destination kind of vibe to it too, yeah, which is yeah. cool. Which is, I guess, okay. But I, I the high concept of yeah. the original Chucky was like a serial killer spirit in a doll. It was voodoo. It was street yeah, yeah. voodoo. And it was... Again, that's very much of its of its yeah. time, and it's just. Uh, I think it, it it hits it doing like a little. Uh, yeah, I don't know, like a like a computer virus that infects a, a fucking it's, you know a doll. It's it's weird, really weird. It's a very it's a totally different. Movie. Yeah, it's totally different. Yeah. yeah, it's not Chucky with a knife. 
like trying to stab him. No, it's not at all. Yeah. It's he's controlling a self-driving car or something. Yeah, exactly. And he will, um, I don't know, like high concept. A digital gun <laughs> that just shoots people or something. I don't know. Like, It'll be interesting. I feel like the best thing about the original Child's Play cuz I just rewatched it, I think I told you cuz yeah. it's on Amazon Prime. Um was the fact that it is a cool drama of people. It's kind of like the Sixth Sense thing. No one's believing the kid. They're like, "Hey, Chucky did it." And no, everyone's like, "No." no Chucky's a doll that was really cool and then of course just being the single mom like uh is 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 a really interesting thing because you can see the stress start to pile on her and it becomes just a violent movie Mm -hmm. at a certain point but yeah another movie coming out four days after this is also doll related really yeah Annabelle shit comes home comes out very on the Wednesday after this Friday comes home comes out I know Annabelle comes home I will give this movie a chance only because Annabelle creation was pretty good I don't want to give this movie I mean oh, I'm going uh, to watch it if we if you if you if you want to really watch it I, I I'm totally down for it it that being said the trailers do not look appealing at all I mean I said that about Annabelle creation so like I, yeah. I can't really you know the I mean, con- who, who am I to speak? So. Here, the Conjuring verse has consistently made money. I will not say that they've all been great because uh, the Nun <laughs> I was not on board with the Nun and the La Llorona. I'm not even going to watch because I don't. Uh, yeah, I have some qualms about them just taking you know a Mexican folktale and <laughs> and throwing it in the middle of white suburbia. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Is, is it or no? I, it's I set in Los it. Angeles. Oh, okay. Well, that's I not mean, that bad. all white writers. The main character is not Hispanic, so there's a lot of reasons why I won't watch La Llorona. But I will say this: all of these movies have made a shit ton of money. I think I was telling you that like the Nun made more money than Us did, which is just insane. But they're gl- it's a global phenomenon. James Wan is building this conjuring verse and the annabelle uh series of films i i i dig and i think they're cool and it's like a dual horror movie because not only do you get the doll and all the subtle things that the doll does like turn its head you know things like that yeah but you also get a full-on demon in most of these movies so i think it's going to be a really cool thing i mean i don't know i'll give it a chance yeah you never you never know and uh yeah uh, yeah it's not david s sandberg though yeah that's what i'm saying that's what's different um, but yeah, so Annabelle will come out um, in July. So now we're in the first week of July. Um, I mean, probably one of the biggest, highest grossing movies uh, that summer. I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised if it made a billion dollars. Spider-Man Far From Home. Far or from sorry. Home. Yeah, Far From Home. Uh, they, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say Homecoming, but I was like, they reference home in both these titles. Spider-Man Home. <laughs> home button. Far From com- Homecoming. Um, but it is going to be, I think, it's going to get a lot of runoff uh, I'm going to say runoff pee, but yeah, it's going to get a lot of... Uh, <laughs> well, how did that come into your... I don't know. Uh, it's going to get a lot of audience be- just because it's the movie right after uh, Endgame, um, Endgame and only yeah. a couple months after Endgame. We might switch over to Countdown to Infinity to do that one. Yeah, that. because it's a big... It's going to... It, it's gonna it's also going to wrap up the Phase 3, right? I feel like that's going to be... Um, besides Endgame, that's going to be the movie that makes the most money this summer. Like That's I think, true. I think Spider Man hasn't had that in a while. Like this, uh, a single Spider Man movie, not so much um, um, Spider Man as a whole. Um, so I think like this is probably going to be his biggest movie since like maybe Spider Man, The Amazing Spider Man One, okay, or something, or maybe Spider Man Three. I think yeah. well, I don't know which one made more money, but like it's going to be one of those era because of the fact that like it's right after Endgame. Um, people are obviously itching to see more Marvel stuff, and this is going to be the movie to be. I'm excited because the same director. Right? John Watts, of, of, yeah. of Homecoming, which, uh, which is cool because you get that carryover of the focus of the kind of character Spider-Man is. Yeah. But you are going to get all this, mar- like all, just all of this Marvel studio stuff thrown in there. I mean, shields in it, right? Like there's, we're talking about portals and stuff. So I think it's going to be a humongous. And, I think it's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm, Sony's, I'm just, little, Sony's just going to make a shit ton of money. I'm scared for the the effect it's going to have on Sony because it seems like Sony, since it, it's making money on all, all of its uh, Spider-Man franchises, mm. um, they may start to like pull Spider-Man. I think I've expressed yeah. this fear. On the yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. I don't um, think they will. I think, I mean, they totally can yeah. if they wanted to. But it's like, just less, it's for me, it's just less work for them to just give the money and make Marvel Studios do it do the whole thing and they just get a check because the the fear for them is like well if we get rid of all the marvel studios people we've got to get our own people you know to to use it and is that too much work for them and then what if they get it wrong well let me just say well but this has to be like building confidence for them oh yeah it may it may eventually get to a point where like i think we got this like i think we've learned from y'all even though they didn't learn at all and they can batman this up which is like have multiple 
but like they can technically they have the right oh wait i don't know if they we gotta look into the contract but i don't know if they have the right to make their own spider-man live action with someone else i don't know i don't know if there is like something um yeah see but Which i think they can probably like try to pull or maybe add their um their other characters as influence yeah. you know in that universe at one point i'm sure there's like a time limit for it yeah like it's probably time sensitive oh, yeah it's probably not a there has to be some renegotiation in the future, like whenever the contract expires, I'm assuming. Yeah, and you know what? Phil Lord and Chris Miller are, are, are angling, because they get to make more Spider-Man stuff. Yeah, more Spider-Verse stuff, yeah. But who knows if they just, you know, take Spider-Man and either do something way, crazy. I mean, I mean, it's a, kind of exciting to think about, because, you know, you, you either in a good way or in a bad way, like, oh, let's see how, this fu- how they fuck this up, or let's see how they don't. So, you know. I'm, yeah, cool. it'll be really exciting. I hope that there's plenty, but it looks like there's plenty of spider-man in this movie to where it's not overpowered by all the all the other stuff yeah, yeah, like Mysterio. Stuff. yeah. um july 19th a couple weeks afterwards uh well this is on the line but the lion king of uh, live at well, cgi action movie comes out um i don't know i don't know either i mean it's gonna make a one. shit ton of money too right like I, I assume i assume so like everyone every buddy seems kind of excited for it i i had to like stop there because i was like i've actually never haven't talked to a single person who's excited for it i saw them release the the pictures and we the put poster. this on dolphin yeah, the posters yeah. of all the things and someone put this is the lion <laughs> you know yeah. they just wrote because they give them the names, names yeah of the of the characters be like these are just lions they're just pictures of uh <laughs> they're just pictures of animals it's just, just like, i don't know if i'm into seeing photo real animals singing and dancing because I was like, I got to see a colorful animation version of this whole thing. Right, yeah. It's and also, it, it's just very odd. Yeah. Like, it's a very, like, I think it was a cool idea when they announced it. But then when, like, it's, on, now that it's starting to stick in your head, you're just kind of like, mm. Yeah. Like, because if it's, is it, if it's going to be like a straight up just remake, like the way, um, I don't know. like Shot for I'll, shot. Yeah. And then, like, it's, then what's the point? Like, you know, because the, the photorealistic animals can't emote. So you're just going to be watching their faces while, like, you know, something. Yeah. Um, you can hear something emotional in their voice, but yeah. how are they going to, like, you know, how, what would. It's the, I think, but I will say this. I think audiences will suspend their disbelief hardcore for a Disney live action movie. Aladdin wasn't supposed to be doing what it's doing right now, no, which no, is breaking all. the world. So <clears throat> I, I think I'll still bet on Lion King being one of the Big, biggest. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah Jungle Book made almost a billion dollars yeah, when it jungle, came out i i enjoyed i've never seen the animated jungle book but i, I enjoyed the john favreau yeah. version it's um again the photorealistic animals when they're singing and stuff and then that one's kind of a, a weird experiment because that movie's not technically a musical but and then like the most two famous songs, songs yeah the two most famous songs of that movie for some reason make it in yeah so like it, it's a it's a it's a weird feel so and this one it looks like it's going to be heavy on like it looks like it Oh, might yeah. just be a, a shot for shot remake yeah you have childish gambino and beyonce why would you get them if they're not gonna if they're not gonna sing, sing. Like, yeah these songs yeah so it's i think it's gonna be really big i think people are gonna bring their families to it and i just don't know what the end game is for all of these disney live action stuff because you can't you're just updating them i guess yeah like, they just announced didn't they just announce the snow white mm-hmm. like, like, like a couple the, of days oh, ago they're doing Every Mulan's already shooting, right? Or yeah, almost Mulan's done shooting. shooting. So I feel like I just don't know if, if another 10 years they're going to do Lion King again or something. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know what the next stage is. That's I, true. Cause it does feel, I mean, it is, has been for us. I think it's because we lived through that era, but like, it does feel very recent for us mm-hmm. still. Like, you know, 95, even though like when you actually count the, it's, it's a long time ago. Yeah. Like when you actually um, do the math, but I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's very odd because like, again, like, you know, Lion King was in 95. Aladdin was in 91 or something. Yeah, it's these are old. Not that old, but they're like, you know, they're... Fairly recent. Yeah, it's like I was alive for them, the first incarnations for these. You know what's weird, like, though? is Because for Disney, what helps is those movies um, basically penetrated to be part of pop culture through the kids and through the youth. And so now we think of whimsical, you know, songs and stuff. That's the Disney brand, right? Like them doing that. And they're able to go back 30 years and remake them to be live action. Um, the only, cause, and, and the most successful parts of Disney right now, uh, at least of the last 10 years have been Pixar movies. I think Frozen definitely broke the thing. Cause I'm trying to think like, what's going to happen 30 years from now? Are they just going to be like, well, let's make Frozen live action. Mm-hmm. Well, let's do a photo reel, you know, wreck it Ralph, Ralph or something. Yeah. Cause it is kind of just this cyclical like yeah. formula uh-huh. they have for these live actions. It's weird. Yeah, it is pretty weird. But it works. I mean, I'm going to fucking watch Lion King. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really, it doesn't, it's like the way book adaptations are. It doesn't change what the fuck came before it. Like, you know, you yeah. can still choose to like the original more. It yeah. doesn't like dilute it. I think a lot of people have that. They're just like, mm. I guess it, it gets the mad, like 
at the end of the day that like you know that that's happening but it really doesn't change the original stuff and maybe it's because we just want to relive watching lion king i mean just I guess straight so. up because yeah. we we've like, seen or be a part of something new but we really want is just see Lion King again on the big screen. Yeah, I think that's like a it's a studio mentality. It's like yeah. they want something very new, but they also want to be reminded of of good oh, shit yeah. in their past. And then Disney's like, well, guess what? We have a catalog of yeah every good kids movie. Start that, remaking this, start making that, and then, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you're right. There's a Little Mermaid coming out, and there's a mm-hmm. um, Snow White. Alan Horn's the president of live action movies at Disney, and they took a lot of big risks early on with Pirates of the Caribbean, and that played out but then they took a lot of risks with movies that didn't like lone ranger and uh um, john carter john carter and so now that this is all working for them i don't know and they just bought fox but that could be its own separate thing i don't know if actual disney studios is gonna do anything original in a very long time no way yeah like they fund little i think they funded part of uh hidden figures or something like they're they, they fund right, little right, yeah. indie th- things but like i don't know but there isn't like a uh, well, no, there's, there's, I think they're still keeping that. There's like a Chris Pratt and Tom Holland movie that apparently was oh, announced yeah. onward or something mm. like that. And they do do, they do a lot of like sports movies, like the, yeah, like that feel good sports movies. Yeah, too. McFarland USA or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so it, I don't know, but I, I mean, they're never going to make as much money as Lion King. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> um, in August now, the last month, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw is coming out. I am so down for that. You, you better be too. <laughs> well, we that just is pretty cool. We just talked about the John Wick chapter. Th- we just talked about John Wick recently, and the co-director of the first John Wick is making this one. This one, yeah. So you gotta think it's going to be pretty good when it comes to the stunts. I mean, the trailer alone looks like you know incredibly ridiculous. Obviously, you know it's not, um, but it looks like a whole lot of fun. All it looks like it's just one-liners between. Statum and The Rock, and it's just, it's, I think it's going to be a blast. Like, yeah. I think I might like it better than the Fast and Furious entries that I've seen because I, there's something about the, that franchise that I guess because I haven't seen the majority of it. Like, I've only seen the ones we've done for this episode and then the first one, or for these, for these, um, for these episodes and then the first one. Um, so I don't have a whole lot of attachment to it. Um, cause I thought it was like the first one was a mediocre, to me, it was like kind of like a mediocre race movie. Um, but like that Hobbs character with in the stuff that I have seen, like you know, these um, I think in one a, of them he pushes like a, a, a torpedo with his hand. These are superheroes now. Yeah, these are superheroes like a, and a, a supervillain. Yeah, like a it's like they're super spies that like, and because they're like you know, they're they're them. Like there's there's some self awareness there. Like oh. the Rock is the Rock. Like and can, I'm Jason Statham. Yeah, he can grab a guy like and pull a helicopter yeah. from the looks of the trailer and stuff like that. It's just it's it's a it's dumb fun. In the way that, like, Godzilla was, sort of. So, like, I- I'm excited for it. Yeah, and Idris Elba is in it, I think, as a superhuman Idris Elba, yeah, and he villain. looks like he's having the time of his life. Like, it, This is a really interesting experiment for Fast and Furious, because there is some cast friction between the original Fast and Furious cast and the newer members of the cast. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and because the, the newer members are being credited for the... The revival. The revival, honestly, yeah. the renewed success and the billions of dollars. So if this movie does well, it really leads Fast and Furious, the franchise. I think there's one dude who made or like uh, created this whole thing. Um, and he still gets like EP credit on everything. But it's going to lead him. Rob Cohen or something like that? Yeah, it's going to mean that these spinoffs can happen. Like it's not just a Fast and Furious 2 Tokyo Drift kind of thing, but we can have complete movies based on you know just people who are in this in the movie for one second or yeah for like a couple minutes which is insane to think about i mean i will say this though that i feel like there's some oversaturation with like big because uh now that john wick is now getting wider releases like there's a lot of really big heavy action movies i don't know i mean i don't know if it's going to be heavily saturated the thing that fast and furious has over every other action movie that comes out like the need for speed thing that that came out last year i think is just the name recognition of fast and furious i mean this movie made so much money in china and around the world that it is like a brand now it's so crazy i have i mean i don't know let's yeah that's i mean this has fast and furious in the title yeah yeah exactly Pre- so fast and furious presents, presents hobbs and shaw yeah kind of crazy okay so uh in the middle of august i don't know there's two movies i'm excited for there i don't know if they're sequels or adaptions 
uh, Dora and the Lost City of Gold and uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I don't know what those are. Remakes or um, read? Well, I guess I they're know. adaptations. And Dora is both, I guess, a sequel to the show, apparently, and um, adaptation, a live action yeah. adaptation. Michael um, Bay helped make this movie. Yeah, Michael Bay helped produce this movie with Platinum. I think Platinum Dunes. That's his, um, that's his company. Yeah. Um, it looks pretty cool. I mean, yeah. It's like, it looks like a it's, Tomb Raider type. It's, yeah, movie. it's like a. Yeah, it looks like Dora the Explorer, like in a in a very Indiana Jones Tomb Raider esque type of like a uh, type of scenario. It's crazy because Dora the show is made to teach kids Spanish. Yeah, and that's what it was like an educational it's show. It's like an educational show. Like they, there's there's um there are scenes where like he's where she's talking and she waits for like an audience reaction. Yeah, she turns to the camera, like yeah. Blues Clues or something. Yeah, and um, if they don't do that in this movie, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> the whole movie is yeah, uh, just, just like, a- what do y'all think? Um, I think so too. It's kind of crazy to think that this is going to be marketed as a action movie, I feel. Um, and then it's just insane how many Hispanic actors are in it. Benicio del Toro is fucking yeah, Swiper, Swiper the Fox. Like this movie is going to be. It's got like insane. Michael Pena. Yeah. Um, Eva Longoria, Longoria. Is, the, is the mom. It's going to be heavily geared towards uh, kids, I feel. Um, but who knows? I mean, they, I think they just want this to be a really big uh, family movie. Um, and then Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, I'm excited for. It's an anthology, if I'm not... Like, what is this movie going to be? So, that movie is um, an adaptation of the anthology book, The Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which is an old um, when, children's book with, with horrifying art. Like, yeah. they, they, I think that's what... um, The stories weren't as scary as they made them seem. They were very ominous, I think, for like a... But they're still like kid stories. Yeah, they're pretty standard ghost stories. They're pretty standard ghost stories. I think the, the artwork is what elevates the mm. actual... Because they, they the artwork is horrific, and that's what sometimes. drew Guillermo del Toro, who I think is producing all of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And it's I don't know how much you know about this. I don't. I wonder if it's like hard anthologies or if it is all connected so in one story. The way the movie is going, apparently, according to del Toro, is that this movie is a um, it's a it's a one plot. Ooh, cool. And they, right. they kind of they um, there's. I think they chose like three different stories or three or four different stories that are most famous. And there's the a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Yeah. There's, there's a, there's multiple books. Yeah. Um, there's like, um, I think they chose like the three most famous stories and I, I off the top of my head, I can't remember. I know one of them is the big toe. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was the, the spider and the, and the cheek and the, mm. and the zits. Um, so they chose those three and then they made a plot around them basically. And okay. then, so I'm on board. I they mean, made a I plot around them. There's, there's references to a giant world where more of those stories take place. Like a cabin in the woods type. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's like references to that, but apparently it follows like, um, and it follows it in a weird, like kind of like these stories are happening to people type of thing, almost yeah. like in a goosebumps esque type of way. Okay. But it's it's all like it's not an anthology movie. Okay, it's, that's it all cool. follows okay. like one plot. That's what I was wondering. I was like, oh man, anthologies are okay. Like VHS definitely broke the mold, but for wide release, anthologies normally don't don't do anything because they're uh, just like yeah. It's just I mean, it's all it is. It's just uh, anthologies are cool. To, they're cool because of the um, the showcase. Like it's kind of like a showcase. Like they, the director is it ABC's of Death is another one, right? Yeah, and the director steps up and does like a you know a, a little short, and it shows you what he can do like mm-hmm. visually and how it's scary and stuff like that. Um, one guy will be really different than the other. You know, there's um, I think uh, there's a VHS one where Adam Wingard actually does a uh, a segment, oh, yeah. and then it's his, like the Blair Witch people. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, crazy exactly. who and makes then, these movies. Mm-hmm. The, so it's 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 pretty cool. Um, I like anthology movies. That being, yeah, you're right though. They're they're not they don't have a wide yeah. mass appeal. I will say more of them are being made now, and they're actually finding some success, which is cool to think about. Because I think even ten years ago, if you did an anthology, people wouldn't even fund it. People would be like, oh, like, yeah. no. But now it's getting funded and, you know, it's on Netflix or something. So it's pretty cool. All right. So the week after that, Angry Birds 2. I don't know if you want to talk about it. I mean, is that a fucking, is that for real? Angry Birds 2? It's what a sequel, baby. Out? I watched the first movie. It was so bad. Oh, I mean, I didn't really, I didn't like it. But Angry Birds is also a really big known app. app. <laughs> so, you know, people are going to watch it. Uh, the week after that, 47 Meters Down, Uncaged. The what? Sequel. There's a sequel to 47 Meters Down? Who's in it? Is it a... Uh... Is it um, Mandy Moore again? I, I don't it. know. Mandy Moore is currently climbing Mount Everest. I don't know if you know this. She's like a week away from the summit and it's scary. Yeah, um, I, I remember I read that very weird headline because this is like Mandy Moore reaches base camp while others die or something. Uh, like that's kind of weird. So there's a trailer. I haven't even seen this trailer, but okay. No, she's not in the movie. Okay. It's a whole different cast. Um, uh, but the trailer photos look insane because it looks like a lot of this takes place at night which is an interesting concept i wonder how they're gonna do that yeah like, it just shows one you know, shark lit up at night and it's kind of cool 
water is very very dark at night so like i wonder how the fuck yeah you can't see anything but it's a pretty cool like scary ah, okay. contained yeah, thing I so i get it and that's all this movie is it's like it, it is pretty much filmed in real time 47 meters where it's okay like if you're in the water for two hours with a shark this is the two hours it's not like cut to this cut to this you're just right yeah i'm pretty sure there's like some flashbacks or something of like these oh, yeah. people's because like the way the shallows was you remember that movie yeah. with um with blake lively yeah like, there was like it cuts between her remembering something or something like that. These two movies came out at the same time, to be honest with you. Like, Not close the, to the same time. The Shallows, yeah, was probably a couple of years before, maybe like a year or two before 47, 47 Meters But 47 Meters Down surprisingly made quite a bit of money, but it didn't cost oh, yeah. that much that to, guy, to I make. think that guy um, got Resident Evil, the Resident Evil reboot because of it, which Ooh. is kind of crazy. The week after that, uh, the last week of August, Angel Has Fallen, which I think you were telling me is part of, I didn't even know this was part of the... Olympus has fallen. The fallen, you've fallen. Yeah, London has no. Olympus has fallen is the first one, and then London has fallen is the second one, and then I guess Angel has fallen is this one, the third one. Because I don't know if you remember when the first one came out, Olympus has fallen, White House Down came out a yeah, month. They were very, this. very, very similar. Gerard Butler is this one, but the other one it's uh, Channing Tatum. Yeah. So, uh, and that one was more fun, I will say. I don't know if you, did you see these movies? I haven't seen it. I know that the White House Down one is a Roland Emmerich movie. I watched both of them. And Channing Tatum at some point is on the fucking limousine with a machine gun on top of it shooting out at a bunch. Like, it's a very, it's an action movie. You just sold me on that. Like, oh. Hey, that's going to be awesome. And these just fallen ones are like that imagery. S- somewhat serious. Like, you know, he's got a daughter. Like, they're very dramatic. It, it looks like it. I mean, and, I've never seen yeah. any of these, but I know that... Um, Recently at the shop, people have been starting to buy, um, you know, more London is Fallen. They've yeah. been trying to ask for London is Fallen because I guess maybe the trailer got around. Oh, so. but and this and the uh, freaking scale is epic for this stuff. And it's just kind of like a cool what would happen if someone took over Buckingham Palace. Like, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And then like just the lone security service, yeah. like uh, security service, uh, secret service. Yeah. Like, uh, oh. And it's always a flawed secret service member. Like, you know, there's something <laughs> wrong. Like, I think the first one, he didn't make enough time for his kid. Because yeah, he was a Secret yeah. Service agent. And for some reason, the way out of that is to be a good Secret Service agent. No. <laughs> the last movie we'll talk about is technically at the tail end of summer, September. And it may be a sequel that I'm actually really super excited about. But it's It Chapter 2 comes out the first oh, week of yeah. September. What I'm do you think about that, that movie? Damn. Didn't we, do a, we did a podcast on that first one. I, I think, don't remember. I feel like. Um, that's interesting we gotta look i mean i'm sure we did yeah i'm sure oh, or, or maybe not i mean well, maybe i mean I just no but there's <laughs> no way like there's no way we it. saw it and didn't talk about it because it's you, really good yes that um that first it movie well a little bit i still kind of stand by like it's a little overrated i did love the, i did love it it was pretty um it was a very enjoyable stephen king adaptation yeah um a little bit safer than i would have wanted it to be like cla- like regular horror and without as many of the, it had a lot of Stephen King themes in it. Yeah, Stephen King is pretty stuff. dark. It's a, it's a very dark uh, story to begin with. Um, and um, I just it was um, I think it's because I read um, pieces of a uh, Kerry Fukunaga script. Mm. I think Kerry Fukunaga script does is unapologetically like yeah. terrifying. Oh, it's stylized. Probably it would it would have been way more stylized than no. Uh, well, this this the thing is like when you read it, it doesn't read as a stylized one. I don't know how he was thinking of directing it because he's the guy who directed Beasts of No Nation which is like a very neo-realistic yeah. movie. Like, true Detective, right? Like all yeah, of True, true detective. detective. Um But the thing is like his original script was like very dark and I read a couple of pages of it and it was just like and I, I made the mistake of reading it before going to watch the movie in theaters. So um, yeah, I think um, whenever I first saw it um, it struck me as like very um, a very good episode of Stranger Things I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, though, like that's probably what influenced Stranger Things, obviously, because like that, that's a, it's an old, uh, oh, it's, it's an old it's book. An, it's an old book, definitely. Like from the uh, early 80s. But I'm, I'm totally excited for the uh, human part. Oh, yeah. Uh, it too, because it's, or the, the, the grown up part. There you go. Can you name names? Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain um, is playing uh, Bev. Bill, Beverly. H- Bill Hader, who is killing it with Barry, is in yeah, this is, movie. Is, he's in this movie as, um, as Richie, as, um, Finn Wolfhard's character. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, James McAvoy. James is, McAvoy. Um, Bill. Um, there's a bunch of good people here. It The trailer, I feel, was really good because it gave us a whole sequence. It gave us a whole horror sequence yeah, for chapter two. And I am so excited to see... Because it's, it's, it's really cool. What's really cool about it is it's not... I mean, we know the clown is the monster, but everyone is a monster. Every adult in this town is could a monster, be a monster could yeah. be a monster or is a monster in their own way and then now it, it's it's kind of weird because as a you know when the kids it kind of you didn't know if that was like 
if it was just them being like kids or something like that, it's kind of yeah. like the child's play a dilemma. Now that they're adults and they're coming back to this, it's it's going to be a yeah. very interesting dynamic. I mean, their fears probably have changed right. since they were a kid. They're... Also, I heard that the book gets very incoherent there at the very end because um, like they go into some cosmic stuff where they're supposed to fight like the true form of Pennywise. There are... Um... That's the whole thing with Dark Tower is it reveals that there are dimensions mm-hmm. and uh, it travels from dimension to dimension, dimension yeah. which is a lot to think about. It's a lot to think about in a mo- in a horror movie that was set in like a like a little town, yeah, in, like in a little quiet uh, town. Because then you jump into like some cosmic sci-fi shit. Yeah. Um, That's why Dark Tower was supposed to do much better. It was it was supposed to be like the creation of the mcu kind of the, thing the king of earth yeah king of earth and so they didn't do that interesting, yeah. yeah there's um, another show on hulu that's doing it better i forgot what uh, it's castle called. rock yeah i like hear yeah. i hear it's because there there are references to other stephen king stories like the yeah. overlook hotel and, um, and something think, in Derry. they actually do say something yeah and the guy who plays it is in it yeah the right? guy who plays the 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 pennywise the clown is actually a character in, in the show. Un- unrelated character but he's, yeah, a, yeah, he's yeah, in yeah. that show um but yeah, yeah i'm excited because like I, I i really do want to see that weird uh sci-fi stuff mm-hmm. see if they adapt that into this movie yeah because like you know that's, that's kind of crazy it is going to be really big and i think it's going to translate really well not only because it it has uh i think we talked about how disney goes back to the well with a lot of live action stuff but i remember talking about it in school just the you know the tv movie oh the tv movie yeah with uh, tim curry oh yeah and telling my friends oh i saw it the clown outside totally lying but everyone would be like oh shit yeah, everyone would like, be looking over the shoulder the entire fucking time yeah. andy muchetti who's making making this movie made mama and he's currently dating amber heard which is interesting because he's a director <laughs> what i mean aronofsky dated uh lawrence for the entire time that they were making Ugh, mother, mother and then they broke up afterwards because apparently lawrence like said that like he was he's all about that movie like all about well, it if you watch mother it's basically a reason to break up with him oh definitely and it's <laughs> i think telling you break up with me i think it's yeah i think i think she kind of noticed that at the very end or something because she, she did say that it was the movie that got in the relay way of her relationship like yeah. he just wouldn't let it go even after shooting and stuff which like is that. funny because that's what the movie's about kind of yeah it's almost like you didn't did you read the script like <laughs> what's going on what were you expecting right? yeah exactly uh anyways but those are the movies we're excited for that's which it. is a lot i think we talked about geez like a dozen movies that is a lot i don't know about a dozen but like it's a lot a lot of sequels to sequels reboots remakes whatever you're calling yeah them. and i think i'm i'm uh i'm excited actually to watch some of these yeah. actually it's, it's gonna be fun like it's gonna be fun talking about them and i think we're gonna try to get as much of that content on our podcast yeah. as, as possible i think there's some gonna be some pre- plenty of surprise hits plenty of maybe surprise misses maybe right. uh-huh, but maybe. it's kind of weird because um if i look at this list i would say about 40 percent of these movies including original films are sequels reboots or remakes and i don't know what the percentage was 10 or 20 years ago but this is a lot like this is every other or every week there's a sequel a remake or a reboot coming out it's so crazy because like um people are gonna get used to it and i think um it's not gonna die that's what that's the thing like i, yeah. I think um you know genres have a bubble that's gonna burst eventually but i don't think like this um these franchises are gonna die like i think everything is gonna keep getting franchised so it's like it's only gonna get worse from here yeah that's true and it's kind of like what's the if they asked general people what would get you out of your butt to go to the movie theaters they'll probably all name a franchise now. yeah something like yeah, that. yeah or be like oh another marvel movie or another star wars movie right yeah and it's kind of interesting that but i feel like it's not it doesn't mean that there's the death of original content it just means they're all going to go to Netflix or Hulu. Yeah, or yeah. Amazon. Just, you got to search a little bit harder. Yeah. for original stuff, and you just got to. I guess you got to want to watch it because it's it, you know when it's convenience that like you know that the big studios release these movies in theaters because that's usually that's all that's playing. You know, mm. there's an Avengers movie, there's a um, Shazam or something. You know, which is a sequel, obviously to something else, or not an actual sequel, but you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. a continuation of a franchise that's already established. Um, so it's like it's convenient for these people to go and watch these movies because that's all there is. That's all that the yeah. the mainstream people that are putting out. If you really do want to watch like, you know, something like Booksmart or something, you have to actually kind of go and look for it. Yeah. And it's it's all about now watching it the first week or something like yeah. so that you can talk about it and tweet about it and have conversations because after that you won't be able to like this. These movies don't stay on the top for months and months and no, months because no, yeah, already... the next thing's already mm-hmm. out so it's kind of interesting but i mean i think what's really fun is i think now we have a bigger most audiences now have a bigger bandwidth for content or things that they like so that's maybe why we we have so many sequels like the conjuring verse for example like i you you 
I'm following the commentary first. Like, and I want to see what happens to the Warrens and how this is connected to everything. And it's weird. Like, it's the same with binging all these shows. Like we just have, we're able to talk about Godzilla, Game of Thrones, Star Wars, Conjuring and all that stuff in one conversation with someone. Cause we just have a bigger bandwidth for content, which is crazy. Right. Yeah. Like, it's not like we're only going to talk about the one thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of wild. You guys are spoiled. Yeah, definitely. Fuck. Anyways, we'll we see had, you. We had something to do with that, possibly. I Maybe. know. Yeah, exactly. We just keep covering them. So. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. They have to keep doing it for us, the yeah. podcast. I think that they've heard us loud and clear, because like, even when we started this thing, it was kind of... Um, uh, no, there was there was no shortage of this ever. Never mind. No. I don't yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. we can mind, but, I mean, the last couple of episodes were... Um, um, you know, the ones before the Godzilla ones were kind of like, um, you know, there was like Return of the Swamp thing at one point. Older, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, there's no shortage of yeah. sequels out there anyway. So <laughs> I, I, I think early on I talked about genre making sequels, but I feel like genre films were so... Like, they had they had stories that could be sequels. Like, if it's a killer, just keep doing keep, it. Yeah, like, killer kills more people. Yeah. And so, I feel like there's always... There was that thing for, like, sci-fi and horror movies all the time. Like, that it was always around, but it, it was never... this. The part two would be, like, VOD movie. The mm-hmm. part two would be, you know, almost fanfic. Yeah, yeah. So, and now that it's, like, part two is part of this... Like, we wanted this to be a part right. of the story. Yeah, it's always, like, bigger and grander for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Like, it's a different uh, take, I think. But it's a... I don't know. It's cool. Yeah. Well, I'm cool with it. So, yeah. Yeah. Me keep watching movies. Mm-hmm. Keep watching. Well, John, do you have anything to plug? Um, we went for an hour. Pretty good, yeah, huh? That's pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't, we didn't know that it was going to happen. Um, Full transparency, we didn't watch a movie for this week because I'm going out of town. We were waiting to. And yeah. I think like, and I think I just, we didn't, um, we like to, time didn't li- line yeah, up really. To be honest, when we pick a movie, we watch it, but then we also like want to research it research like, it. yeah yeah we don't want to just like watch it and then just like it's, it was cool off the cuff. yeah exactly <laughs> we've 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 done stuff like that in the past no yeah. doubt um but no we, we kind of want to take a you know a better approach to at least so it you know just in case we don't like the movie but like the person who's listening likes the movie we yeah. want to be at least respectful as possible with all the information that we yeah and you, you know. and get something out of it and maybe yeah. the, the maybe your idea of it is for a certain reason or like maybe they did run out of time or money or something. yeah yeah exactly so um but yeah, yeah so um yeah so we didn't <laughs> we watched a movie this week for that and that's this what we did this. and this is a good yeah this is a good little um i found out some shit on this app like, yeah. I, I forgot about men in black and i guess it too as i was reading it i was like fuck th- this summer is pretty packed it's pretty like, yeah, damn. yeah we thought i mean Maybe that's why Godzilla isn't doing well or something. Yeah. It's just oversaturation in general because Avengers is still in theaters. That's the weird thing, I think. And Avengers is like still up there in terms of box office. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's not going to go away anytime soon. And that's going to be like in there for at least maybe one or two more months. And I had assumed that Avengers Endgame was going to be to be a vacuum and just suck the energy out of the box office because people are just going to be like, well shit we're comparing ourselves to that movie but there are plenty of movies that are coming out like john wick chapter three was did well like and yeah, it's yeah, a really it good well. movie and, um, so i think pikachu came out and did well pikachu? for what it did yeah like for what it, it cost i guess like so, you know yeah and it, and so i'm like well maybe no like that's what i'm saying we have bigger bandwidth for things like we can go watch like four movies in a month uh-huh, and, yeah. and get everything it's not like we have to make the choice we can only watch one mm-hmm. and that's it so it's, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything to plug other than, you know, the usual, just um, all your Delphin Pod podcasts, listen to those, um, listen to all these Sticker Fridge podcasts and take a look at their website as well. They got some really fun stuff. And um, that's about it, actually. Yeah. Same thing here. Uh, go to patreon.com slash Delphin Pod yeah, if you want to listen. I'll probably release this early on Patreon or something. Yeah, yeah. This, you, get, you get bonus points here. Bonus points. And then we have some fun games there, too. Yeah, we got some fun, drunken games sometimes. <laughs> like some, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, have a, oh, I hope you guys watch a couple of these movies and then let us know which ones you're excited for. Go to at Delphin Pod. Tell us what you're excited for this summer and we'll probably talk about, I'm going to say at least like four of these movies probably. Um, I am, I'm hoping to get to a lot of them. Yeah. So we're like, going to watch them, but it's just whether or not we... Yeah, we actually like the time take time to record them. We're going to try to. How about that? Like we yeah. just, um, if we do see them, like we, we, we're, we're going to try to. We actually. did. We've already been doing good, I think. We did John Wick Chapter 3 and Godzilla and, and those Godzilla? are yeah. new movies. Yeah, those were ones that are high priority. I was like super excited for Godzilla. Like whether or not, I mean, I'm, I don't know if I was like satisfied or not. But I got that was yeah. my that was my movie all summer. I think yeah. I don't know what to look forward to now. I guess except for like maybe Star Wars for or me, something. It Star Wars for it, sure. Yeah, but See, before like, well, it, that maybe it. Well, it I 
I keep forgetting about it up until like I, re- yeah. I read, reread about it. So like, yeah, I, yeah, I guess I'm excited for it. You know what? Um, that is kind of this thing that you have to think about is like, which of these sequels <laughs> are we anticipating and wanting to see? And which ones are we going to see out of curiosity? Man right, in Black yeah. is like that for me. I'm like, I'm curious about it. Like, I think like, that's, that's for, interesting. I think it's for me too. Um, I, I'm, uh, I'm kind of a little curious on it because of the cast. Like, yeah. I, I think it'll... um. It's a um, it's a whole different dynamic, so I yeah. think it's awesome. And but, we know uh, it's a good story. Like they're not going to change the book, so we no, know no, it's no, going to be a good story. Or they might. I mean, who knows? Because yeah. there are some like you know um, changes in the other yeah, yeah. The books. Um, yeah, it's 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 odd because I was like, yeah, I I have nothing. I'm I'm getting excited now because of this podcast. But like before, like we started recording, I was like, I watch Godzilla, and that's it. I guess yeah, like, that was the movie. Left? Yeah, a shit ton of movies. Was, yeah, a lot, definitely. Yeah, for me, It Chapter 2 is probably the next big, big thing that I'm excited for. Even probably a little bit above Spider-Man. I don't know if I have this Marvel hangover or whatever. But. I I don't know if I... I don't... It's it's a mixture of both for me. Like, yeah. I do kind of have a Marvel hangover from um, just being very immersed in this uh, in the Marvel <laughs> movies for the past couple of months. Um, again. Yeah. Because we did that, like, last year, too. Um, also, I was never been a real big, like... I don't know what I'm trying to say here because I, I technically was like a big Spider-Man fan, but the the Spider-Man um, Homecoming as a movie itself, like I think I rewatched that the other day. It's okay. It's I don't it's I don't know if it's aging well for me anyway, but yeah. it's just um I just kind of a little. I guess you're right. Maybe it is just the Marvel hangover because yeah. it's just um, I'm not or maybe as excited to it, but I'm gonna watch it. Like obviously, yeah, oh, I yeah. Think, I, I think, think I'll be satisfied as fuck whenever I see it. I but. think that's maybe why we're not super excited is because we have already assumed we're gonna watch it. Like it's already. Uh, instinct for us and probably yeah, yeah. for a lot of listeners to be like oh we're gonna watch that Marvel movie yeah yeah like definitely. we don't have to be like as scared or be like what are we gonna expect like we're just gonna watch it yeah because anyways know, yeah it's coming up so well, sure. yeah exciting well we'll see you at the movies is that really your catchphrase no I can't have it oh damn I might release this on countdown I don't know you might maybe you both I just uh, you should name it just like a very 18 syllable title. Countdown to Infinity presents a Revenge of the Sequel production, just like Fast and Furious yeah, Hobbs exactly. it yeah. presents. Yeah, because I mean we talk about Marvel seven. We do, yeah, sort of. And X Men. I'm trying. Oh.